This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. I want to tell you something about Ikar and Tafel. What, is, what am I talking about, Ikar and Tafel? What's Ikar and what's Tafel? Let me explain very, very simple. I'll give you an example with Bar Mitzvah. A Bar Mitzvah, you have a Bar Mitzvah party, right? You have a father, and he's going to spend money on the whole Bar Mitzvah. He's getting this, and he's getting that, and he's getting this, and he's getting that. He's buying everything. And he's going all out with his suit and his tie and everything. Now, shoes, belt, the whole nine yards. Now comes, comes the tefillin. He starts chipping down. He goes to the sofet. How much? You want the high line or you want the cheap or you want middle? I, I like the high line. I always take high line. What's the high line? Four thousand. What? $4,000? Meanwhile, this guy we paid, paid $4,000 for his suit. $1,000 for his shoes. And now when it comes to tefillin, eh, that's not the way it works. Why? Because in life, you always have to know what's the ikad and what's the tefillin. What's the main and what's the, what's the non-main. And it's very important to, to identify that very, very clearly. How did the first sin come about? You know how it didn't come about? Without recognizing the ikad and tefillin. You know how I know that? Very simple. What happens? Adam Arishon is the first Adam that's created in the world. Yes, Nathan? Adam Arishon is the first person in the creation. What happens? He tells Chava, Chava, look, you're not allowed to eat from the tree and you're not allowed to touch the tree. Really, technically speaking, what did Hashem say? You're not to eat. You're not to eat. You don't touch. But, uh, but Adam, which, 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 is, which, is, which is rightfully so, Adam, which is rightfully so, says, listen, listen, I'm telling you right now, do not touch or eat from the tree. Because he wanted to make Gedit. He wanted to make a boundary. Smart. Smart. Alright? It's like you have a child. What do you tell the child? You say, oh, by the way, here's the street. I don't want you to walk in the sidewalk yourself. Right? But what's wrong with the sidewalk? No, no, no. Because if you walk in the sidewalk, you might walk in the street. So you can't leave the house. Oh, make a Gedit. Same thing about Adam Arishon. Adam Arishon told his wife, listen, you're not allowed to go touch the tree, you're not allowed to eat, not allowed to eat it, you're not allowed to touch it. Yeah. Siak, which is, which is right. But what happens? Chava goes ahead, she touches it, nothing happens. So she says, wait, if nothing happens over there, it's nothing happens over there, and then the whole thing happens. But really, what was the Ikad? The Ikad is, of course, the get is very important, but don't forget the Ikad. The Ikad is what? Don't eat, don't eat. Finish. That's the Ikad, and there's a Tafir. Same thing goes for what? In the, in the Megillat Esther, we say, Arur Haman, Baruch Mordechai. At the end of Megillah, what do we say? And one of the things is, What did Chavonah do? Anybody know why we say Chavonah Zahulatom? What did he do? Anybody know? Anybody know? Why is he Zahulatom? Remember him for good. You know why remember him for good? I'll tell you why. Very simple. The reason why I remember him for good is because is because like this. He told he told Hashmirosh, there's a beautiful gal over there. Let's hang uh, we can hang a man over there. Beautiful. Wow. So if that's the case, we should say Baruch Khalvana. The same by Baruch Say Baruch The answer is no. You know why? Because again, 
who is the Ikar and who is the Tafel? You're right, he deserves Belacha, but not as much as Mordechai. The Ikar that saved us, Mordechai, Baruch Mordechai, Baruch Hastel, Baruch Hastel. Charbonah just said one Nikudah, so he says, there's Ikar and there's Tafel. Same thing goes, same thing goes in our daily lives and everything that we do. There's always the Ikar and there's always Tafel. I'll give you an example. We cover the bread. We cover the bread every Shabbat. And we make Yiddush on the, on the grape juice, yes? Mm-hmm. We make Yiddush on the grape juice and we cover the bread. When we make Yiddush on the grape juice, we cover, the question is, why do we cover the bread? Not to embarrass the bread. What's the embarrassment? Because really, in essence, which Barakah do you make first? Hagefen or Hamotzi, which Barakah do you make first? Ketaj, which one? Hamotzi goes first. And now, what are you doing over here? You're making a given first. So in order not to embarrass the bread, cover it. Come on. The bread understands? The bread, the bread understands? Oh, wait, 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 wait. The bread understands? Wait, wait, don't embarrass me. Don't make a given first. You better cover me. The bread understands? So there's many answers to this question. But one answer I'll tell you is, it's not necessarily for the bread. It's for us. To understand, imagine if for bread, we don't want to embarrass him, and we want to cover the bread not to embarrass him. Imagine, go you get to imagine embarrassing somebody, somebody else. Think about it for a second. I can't embarrass the bread. Why cover it? Now, what does the guy do? He comes Friday night on the Shabbat table. He's exhausted. He finally says kiddush. He covers the bread. He says kiddush, <laughs> and now he's eating whatever he's eating, honey. Come on. He embarrasses in front of the whole thing. You're missing salt over here. What is this? Ugh. Come on. Come on. You, you, can't, you, you can't. The one meal that I can actually sit down and eat. Normally I'm so excited for Shabbat meal. And, and you can't put the, a decent amount of salt in the thing? So what did this guy do? He took the whole thing and he met, met the fill. He, he, he killed it. Because in essence, what's the ikan? Shalom Bayit, uh, to make the whole house. And what did he do? He took the holy card and he made the tafel. What's the card? The card is the food. What's the tafel? The tafel is the whole table. No, all the ki- No. You always got to know, you always have to have that gadget in life. What's the card and what's the tafel? What's the main and what's not the main? Why is that important? Because sometimes you'll see in your life that, what, that, 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 that right now I might not necessarily be able to make the, make the tafel and, and, and I got to go for the card. Example. Taking a trog. You have an etrog, beautiful etrog, gorgeous etrog. But really, in essence, it's really pasu. It's really, uh, uh, there's, a, there's a scratch inside, it's missing something on the side of it. You can't really tell it's on the bottom, but it's missing part of the etrog. But if you hold it on the bottom, what you think, you go in the shul, everybody's like, wow! So what are you doing? Oh, it has to look beautiful. I gotta look beautiful. But first it has to be kosher. Then it looks beautiful. It's not even kosher. If a guy would go buy a lemon, wow, look how nice it takes it. But it looks very big, very nice. It's not kosher. Same thing. You have to understand in life, you have to know what's the ikan and what's the tafil. What's the main and what's not the main. And why is that important? Because it, it comes up a million times in our lifetime. It comes up a million times. It doesn't come up once. It doesn't come up twice. It comes up again and again, and again, and again. And it's going to keep on coming up. Because in life, you have to know, exactly the same thing. A guy is going out with a girl. He's getting married. He's getting married. He's getting married to a girl. So now, you have a girl, and I ask this question. You have a girl. She's 
beautiful, she has a great family, she has everything. But the Midot Tovot, her character trait is eh. Eh. Then you have another girl. She's not the most, but her character trait is superb. So what do you think? A.O.V., what would you say? So in, so in general, a person might forget what's the Ikada, what's the family. What does he say? He says, wait, wait, she's beautiful. Ah, that's what I want, I don't care. Anything else doesn't bother me. Okay, she's beautiful. But you're not realizing, after you get married, it, it, it becomes real. Romance, you know, it's, it's, it's out the window. Right now, it's, it's real life. Romance, yeah, you're excited, you take a ah, you open up the door. Go ask how many people they open up the door for their wives. Go ask. Go ask. Dad, go ask your dad. Dad, when you're going out with mommy, did you open up the door for her? Of course. Go, did you ever open up the door for her after marriage? That's exactly the point that we're trying to make out, that at the end of the day, you have to know what's the economy, you have to know what's the tafel. And that's a very, very important lesson, because it happens in dating a lot. A lot of people in life, when they're going dating, and they don't realize what's the main and what's the tafel to look for, you, you, ruin, you can ruin your whole life. And that's why, what does Shlomo HaMelech say? Sheker achen vehebel ayofi ishai yirat Adonai yihitit alav. What does that mean? Sheker achen. Falsehood is the what? Is the charm. Hebel ayofi. The yofi is hebel. Hebel, nothing. Ishai yirat Adonai yihitit alav. So I ask you all the question. What are you talking about? Do you think yofi is hebel? How many times the Torah goes out of its way to speak how beautiful were our matriarchs? How Yefad Mar'eh, Yefad Tor, Yefad Mar'eh, how beautiful was Sarah? How beautiful was what? Was the God, Yosef, everything. They all say how beautiful. So wait, Shomu HaMelech is saying that the Yofi is heaven. And, and the Torah is saying, well, how beautiful it is. How beautiful Yosef was, how beautiful was Sarah Imenu, how beautiful was this. So, so, so wait, is beauty a subject or beauty is not a subject? Make up your mind. The answer is it depends. It depends. If the person has everything else, he has the Yachalayim, then the beauty, wow, it, it beautifies the person. But if a person just has beauty without Yachalayim, then he's missing the Ikar. The Ikar, the main thing is Yachalayim. If he doesn't have the Yachalayim, or she doesn't have the Yachalayim, you miss the whole Ikar, you miss the main thing. You miss the whole thing. And that's why a person has to be very smart when he's going out and looking for, for a spouse. You have to look what, 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 what counts. What is the Ikad? What is the main? What is, and it's very, very important in life. It's very, very important. Because a lot of people out there, they don't look about that. And later on in life, they're, oh! You hear what we're saying over here? Now, it's the same thing in our lives. It's the same thing in our lives. We're living here and we have to juggle a million things. People who are young, that are in school, they have to juggle their schoolwork. People are older, they have high school, they have also schoolwork. Then they get older, then they have their business. Then they get older, then they have to worry about a million other things. The family grows, what are we gonna do? A million things. They have to find the house, they have to find a, a this, they have to find a that, they have to find a school. So there's so many things that you're juggling. 
in your own life. But then a lot of times a person might forget what's his purpose here in this world. And then when you do that, you basically just veered off the main path. It's like, it's like you're traveling somewhere, right? I'll give, you, I'll give you an amazing example. There was a story how once they, there was a group, they were going to America, all from Israel. All Israelis, they only know what? Hebrew. Now they're going to America. They're very excited, but they see on a stopover, they see they're stopping in France. So what did one guy do? He looks at the ticket, says, wait, we're stopping in France? He went and he studied, literally, day and night, for three months before the flight, day and night, French. And he's studying and he's studying and he's studying and he's studying. He knows it cold. And that's the stopover. They're stopping over for one week and then they're moving to America. So all the Israelis, they go on. Three months come in. They go on the flight. They fly down to France as a stopover for one week. They get there. They're at the airport. They don't know what to do, how to get anywhere, where to go, how to do. And then you have this one guy. He gets up there from Balou Francais and he starts speaking about French. We oui, we oui. He knows the whole situation. <laughs> and, 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 and for one week straight, for one week straight, I kid you not, he is literally speaking French fluently. And, 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 and the whole trip that's with them, the 30 people that is with them, boom, 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 boom. Wow, they're all telling him, thank you, Sadiq, I can't believe it. You know French so well, you helped us out, you helped us get to eat, you helped us get to sleep, you helped us get to the hotel, you helped us take a car service, you helped us everywhere, wow. Week passes, they say, okay, everybody back home, we're going, we're going, now we're going to our main destination. Now they go to America, and they go to America, they all speak English. So they don't know any English, so they go to that guy who spoke French. All right, speak to them, speak to them. He says, no, 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 I only know Hebrew and French. I don't know English. He says, what do you mean? He says, what do you mean? It's said on the thing that we're first stopping in, in France. I, I, I learned French. So, what do you mean? He says, they start screaming at you, you fool. You fool, we're going to live here in America forever. What are you talking about? You're supposed to learn how to speak English for us. Now we don't know anything. Now we're stuck. So for one week uh, that we're staying in France, you spent all these months to study for our French? But you don't study English? Rather study English and don't learn French. We're only there for a week. The lesson is very clear. The language in Shamaim is going to be Torah language. That's the language. It's not going to be Coke, not Pepsi, not pizza. What is it going to be? The language of Torah. That's what it's going to be. Do you know it? You don't know it. And it's not going to be money either, by the way. You're not going to go, you're the best businessman. I know stocks up, down, this, that, the Dow going down, the Dow go up, that, that, that. The guy is a pro. Bitcoin, invest here, invest there. The guy's a, 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 a machine. You know those guys, you call them, where should I put my money in? Go this, boom, invest right now, boom. Invest it right now, sell at the end of the day. Boom, he puts, whoo, and everybody's kissing his hand. Wow, this is amazing guy, amazing, amazing. When he goes after 120, after 120, they're not going to ask him what's the best stock to invest in. So yeah, it's important just to get by this world. But not the Ikar. The Ikar is Torah Mitzvot. And a lot of times a person might forget that. And what does he focus on? Only the Tafel. Only the Tafel. What is he focusing on? Only this world and, and that's it. What do you mean? 
You have to focus on the world, but to, just, to, just, to, just to cope in order to get to the next world. That's what you have to focus on. You can't be like that guy that knows French. Well, I know the whole thing, know French. And then when he gets to America, he doesn't know English. Yeah, it's important to live in this world. You have to know. But at the end of the day, don't forget what's the main purpose. Your main purpose is they're going to ask you the Gemara. They're going to ask you homage. They're going to ask you the Betorah. They're going to ask you Ma'asim Tovim. Did you do good deeds? They're going to ask you what Hesed did you do? What Hesed did you do? What Stakot did you give? That's the question going to be. Were you honest in your business? By the way, I want to tell you something right now. Business, the whole thing is a facade. The whole thing, what the Lord says, what do we do with business? You think Hashem can't, you can't walk out of your house and, and, and Hashem give you the man even nowadays? He can give you the man. So why is he not doing that? The answer is, if, you, if you're going to business, Hashem's to see, testing you. Are you going to be honest in your business? Are you going to be honest? You know how hard it is? You know, it's a real thing to be honest in business. Are you honest in business? Yes or no? But that's the main thing right now. No, he wants to make a lot of money, so, so he'll mess up that guy, mess up this guy, not be truthful to this person, mess up this... Hello? Lies, cheats, steals. But no, he, he made the money. But you're 100% wrong. You know why? Because at the end of the day, you're forgetting the main thing. You're forgetting the main thing. You know what we're saying here tonight? It's a very, very important point, by the way. It's a very, very important point. And you know where it teaches this lesson? In this week's parasha, you know where it teaches in this week's parasha? Parasha Tetzaveh speaks about the Big Day Kehuna. What's the Big Day Kehuna? The Big Day Kehuna is that if you walk in and you're going to do the Avodah in the Beit HaMikdash, you have to make sure that your, that your clothes are what? Are wearing is Big Day Kehuna. Let's say a guy comes in. And he comes into the Beit HaMikdash. He says, go ahead. He comes into the Beit HaMikdash with a new suit. What's, what's, what's a good company, let's say? Tell me a sick company. Unbelievable company. What's the highest end, high-end brand in the company? Canal. Canal. Let's say Canal. I don't really like Canal so much. But what, what, do, you, what do you like? Apple. Huh? Apple. No, suit. Oh, Apple doesn't make suits. No, suits. I would say, let's say, uh, Armani's more. Gucci, Gucci. Uh, You're walking with a Gucci suit. Gucci. Right? The guy's Gucci. He's walking in a Gucci suit. He's walking into the Beit HaMikdash. They look at his tag. Wow, Gucci, Gucci, wow. They're going crazy. And they see this thing is $10,000 made out of real, real idols. Forget about it. And he's sitting there. He's walking in there. And unbelievable, amazing, amazing, amazing. And they're all looking at him like, wow. Right? <coughs> then he does the Avodah the Beit HaMikdash. You know what the Avodah is? Pasu. It's no good. What do you mean it's no good? I'm wearing nicer than the Big Day Keona. No, you're not understanding. Hashem, the Ikar right now is not the nice suit that you're wearing. It's the Big Day Keona that Hashem said to wear. That's the Ikar we want you to wear. Everything else that you're wearing is beautiful. But that's not, that's not part of the mitzvah. Part of the mitzvah, the ikar of the mitzvah is to wear the big day keonah, even though it's less than these other types of suits. But that's the ikad. That's the ikad. And that's why a person has to understand that lesson, and it's really taught with that. You know what they do? Even if you have a stain on the big day keonah, it's brought down, we take that, 
and we use it as like a like a wick to, to, to burn the to burn the candle, or we use it in a bonfire in the Sukhah Beit Eva. Like you can't even have a stain on the clothes of the bed of the big dekel. Now, not even a stain. You say he's like, why? What's the big deal? No, the answer is in the bed of Mikdash, everything has to be perfect. You know why? Because we have to represent. We have to see beauty right now. Because that brings out in, in this moment brings out the honor of Hashem. You don't want to see a slump. It's brought down in Kohen Gadol. You know, Kohen Gadol. He has to take a haircut every Friday, every Shabbat, from Friday to Friday. The question is why? Why? You know, the answer is, is because every Friday, every single Friday, you have every week a new Mishmar. You know what a Mishmar is? There was, let's say, a hundred families of Kohanim. There's thousands of families of Kohanim. So they split them up. Then one week, one week, one week, one week, each family, 24 weeks of Mishmar, they would go every week. So Kohen, technically speaking, would go twice a year. Right? 24, they split up 24 groups. So 52, year, 52 in, a, in a year, they would split up and they would go in. Now, the halakha is that the Kohen Gadol always has to look presentable when the new Mishmar comes in. Why? Because it's not Kavod. Not because it's not Kavod, because he wants Kavod. Because it's not Kavod for the honor of Hashem. Everything has to look beautiful for the honor of God. That's what it is. That's what it is. You have to have the honor of God beautified. You can't just have a schlumps. <clears throat> hear what's going on over here tonight. You hear about Don't forget the lesson. Don't forget the lesson. A lot of times, a person in his lifetime, he's always focusing on the tafel. He's always focusing on the, on the non-important stuff. And the more you do that, you, you get sucked in to, to, that, to that mind, and all you're thinking about is the mundane. And it starts something small. It starts with a watch. You hit bar mitzvah, your friends are getting a watch, a breitling. You ever hear of a breitling or no? You know what a breitling watch is? You get a breitling. You don't know? It's just a watch. Get, get a breitling. And then all of a sudden, or, or a tag, what is it, tag? Tag hoya? Remember the tag hoya? Tag hoya. All of a sudden you get older, and now you become a chatan. Now you don't want just a take away, no, no, no. What do you want? A Rolex. Now all of a sudden you get married, 10 year anniversary comes. You say to yourself, I, I, don't, I don't want a regular Rolex. I got a gold, uh, uh, what is it? Appetite, uh, what is it called? AP, right? I don't want my. All right. And then you get the. Then after that, you come like the 50th anniversary. Like I can't do this. I need a. I need a very, very, very high shoe watch. And then you have the highest end and then watch because what you get sucked in little by little, little and you forget. You forget what's the point of the watch. The point of the watch is what to tell you the time. But a person forgets that, and then it becomes jewelry. Then it becomes jewelry. Becomes the highest end, highest end, highest end, highest end. Before you know, you get sucked in, and you always think that this is what it is. It's the same thing with a car. What's the purpose of a car? To take you from place to place, right? But then you get caught on, caught on it, and you're like, wait, 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 wait. I got to get the, the V12 engine. They got to hit me turbos. You're not even going to go that fast anyway. You're not going more that fast. And if you do, they have speed cameras, they can give you a ticket. So you're like, after one time, you get 15 tickets. You're like, all right, it's not even worth it anymore. And you're like, all right, then you try to scrape your, your plate so they don't see it after they get the thing. You know what I'm talking about? Then you put like a scotch chip on, on, on your thing. And then you get a ticket, maybe, yeah, maybe not, it's a fake. You know? <laughs> then you stop playing games, take off the whole plate, forget about it. You drive with no plates, you take off the registration, you're like, I don't care. And then, then you get even crazy, you start, you start like trying to chuck a rock at the speed camera, like, you know, <laughs> get it out of here, you know? You're crazy, right? Because the, the card is what? The card made, what was the mate? The make is what? It's just to get you from place to place. Now what happens? The whole entire situation changed. What is it now? 
It's not. I need to get a fancy car. I gotta get a fancy car. Why do you need to get a fancy car? No, you don't understand. You, you sit inside. Meanwhile, I remember somebody invited me one of these sports cars. I kid you not. It was a Ferrari. So Ferrari picks me up in the Ferrari, and I'm telling you, he's like, he's like yeah. I'm picking up, Rabbi, I'm picking up, we're going here, we gotta go to this class. It was, it was like a, it was a Friday afternoon, and somebody invited me to give a class somewhere. Okay, so I go to, I said, okay, fine, pick me up. I don't know what he's driving, and I don't know what he's saying. All of a sudden, I uh, hear one of my kids scream, I don't know, some, some, zzz, there's something in the, in the, in the driveway, zzz, and I hear, I walk outside, it's a red Ferrari, red, like really one of those things. I sat inside. I wanted to get out. It was so low. And you know what I'm talking about? It wasn't like, 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 like it was just low. Like I felt like I'm sitting on the ground. That's what I felt like I was sitting on the ground. Like I need to sit up. What is this? And I rest in my regular car than this. No, you don't understand what it is. And he's flooring it. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then, and then, and he, everybody's looking. Everybody's looking. Who's in that Ferrari? I'm embarrassed that's going to be. I'm putting my head like this. <laughs> Who's that rabbi in the Ferrari? What's he doing in there? You know? I don't know what's going to be. I'm not joking. I'm like, I'm like hiding my face. You know? I'm like this. I'm hiding my face. I was hiding my face. I was embarrassed. No, he's, he wants to open up the window. He wants to open up the whole, uh, the whole uh, what's it called? What is it? Corvette? What is it? Son? No, convertible. He wants to take the whole top down. I was like, no, leave the top. No, I'm taking down. Rabbi, it's not fun without it. He pulls down the top. I was like, oh. I was like, but you didn't even feel comfortable, I'm telling you. I didn't feel comfortable. I did not feel comfortable. But Rabbi, you know what kind of car you're sitting in? You're sitting in Ferrari. You know what it is? Ferrari. I don't care what it is, Ferrari, not Ferrari. At the end of the day, you see, you see what I'm saying, though. Everybody, everybody gets the point. Well, yeah, you get the point, no? You get the point what we're saying over here. Thank you, just put it down here. That's the point. The point is, your person cannot forget the economy, cannot forget the tafel. He cannot forget the tafel. A lot of times, it hurts me a lot, but I have to say it. It hurts me a lot, but I have to, I have to say it. A lot of times, I see boys I'm learning with, and they finally get married, and it's very important. They have to, I know they have to make a living. I understand that. But then, at the end of the day, you ask them to come learn at night time. Come learn at night. What do they say? I'm working all day, and by the time I get home, it's already 8 o'clock. So if I get home at 8, and I eat dinner, and I come back at 9, I'm exhausted, they tell me. So I say, yeah, you're right, you might be exhausted, but at the end of the day, don't forget, this is your main thing. This is your main, your main, don't forget what's what's the card, your main thing is, you have to have Torah in your life. You're working all day and all night, and you don't have one, you don't have one ounce of Torah in it? What kind of business is that? What kind of business? No, no Torah in your life? Just work, work, work. The guys, are, they call him a workaholic. You ever hear of such a word, workaholic? You ever hear of that, Simon? Yeah, you know workaholic, you know what it is? Not an alcoholic, workaholic, right? They, they, they work and they work and they work and they work and they don't stop working. What, what are you doing? No, they forget what's the main thing and they really feel The more you get, get in, the more you feel the, the, the dream is real. This world is like a dream. But the world, the more you feel it, you're dreaming it, you're in it, and more, 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 and you don't stop. And you don't stop, 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 and you don't stop. And you get pulled in to like, you ever see in, in, in the ocean, what is it called, the whirlpool? A whirlpool, you know what I'm talking about? So, so a little bit you get sucked in, and then it goes even more, and then more, even more, even more, even more, even more, even more. That's what it is. And it starts slow, by the way, it starts slow. And by the way, it's like that with everything, by the way. It's like that with drinking. It's like that with everything. First, you start slow. You want to have a nice drink. Let me have this. 
and then you hate the taste, and you spit it out, and then you need a chaser, and then you have a chaser, you drink it with a Coke, and then after that, you start developing the taste. If you develop the taste, you want a high-end brand of the, of the alcohol and the high-end brand, but you really get sucked in, and then some, before you know it, you're like, whoa, what's going on? It's really an addiction. This world, is, the olam azeh is really an addiction. It really is. It's the same thing with phone. You ever hear of uh, um, textaholic? You ever hear of it? Textaholic? Huh? He, he, he's, he, he's addicted to texting. Instead of alcohol, he's a textaholic. He's just texting and texting. All day he's looking at his phone. He's trying to make, wait, I, I missed the message. The second he's ding, I gotta get my phone. Everything, because he, he got so caught up in the world. You gotta step back a second. And you gotta pull back a second and say, wait, 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 what am I here for? What is the ikad and what is the tafel over here? What is the main and what is not the main right here? And, that, and then you'll be able to live your life normally. Then you'll be able to live your life like, wow, you know, this is the ikad right now. This is the ikad. I know a person that's doing okay. Okay, he's, he's, uh, he's okay. You know what he tells me? He says, I know 100% if I take upon this job, I know I'll kill it. I know I'll make so much. I'll know I'll, 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 I'll be very, very successful very, very quickly. He says, but there's only one reason why I don't. I'm doing okay. He says, the only reason why I don't is because I know I'm going to have to put 12-hour days of work in it. And if I do that, I'll be losing four hours of my learning because I learn two hours in the morning and two hours at night. And I work eight hours. But technically speaking... If I work 12 hours, he tells me I will be very, very successful, Rabbi. So I said, so what's what stopping you? He says, because I know what's the main thing in my life. The main thing is my Torah. So even though, even though I can make it very, very well in my success in that, I know I could 100%, but he says, at the end of the day, it'll, 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 take too, it'll eat too much of my main. I can't, I can't afford to, to lie four hours of that. I cannot afford it. So therefore, I'll stay where I am, and I'll make a decent living, and I'll stay, and I'll, I'll work from the eight-hour job, and I'll, and, I'll, and, and I'll learn that two hours in the morning, two hours at night, in order not to make sure I don't lose out on that whole situation. You hear what's going on over here? I will tell you, you got to take this lesson to heart. you gotta, you got to soak it in. you got to soak it in again and again and again and again and again and again. I always say this story, but it's, it, it's a passion. It's all for those 12th graders out there. And even if you're not in 12th grade, a little bit older, it's also okay. It's all for those guys. I remember when I was finishing my high school, there's a lot of talk. You go to Israel for the year, or don't you go to Israel for the year? You go to Israel for the year, or don't you go to Israel? Does your parents let you? Does your parents not let you? Should I go against my parents? Should I not go against my parents? What should I do? <coughs> so I want to tell you something. I want to tell you something. You see, the way I said in my life is I could work if I'm going to work my whole life. Why do I have to start working and, and starting living and starting whatever I'm starting at the age of 17, 18? Why? You might say, I get a head start, but that one year won't kill you. That one year actually will be the foundation of your entire life. It is your foundation of your entire life. And a lot of people lose out on it because they always fear that I'm going to miss out on that one year of whatever they plan on doing. Oh, I'm missing out on a year. It's not true. It is the foundation of your life. It really is. It's one of the foundations of your life. And it's missing a big chunk of the growth you go to a good yeshiva. They teach you everything. They teach you how to sing songs on the Shabbat table. People don't know how to sing songs on the Shabbat table. They teach you how to sing Shabbat table songs. They teach you even, even to educate you in more Torah and mitzvot. You start remembering. You start noticing. You start feeling. 
And he's supposed to internalize that year when you come back, you have it for life. You have it forever. You'll educate your kids with that one year that you are actually in Israel. I'm saying it's a very big thing. And you come back and you don't know where that term could be. I had a lot of friends in my life that I saw, younger, older. I had a lot of friends that that one year, if they did not go there, who knows where they would be today. Some of them are even rabbis. I had a friend, one of my good friends, and Teddy knows who he is. And maybe I'll tell him after who it is after if he doesn't know. I had a good friend of mine. He was on his way yeah. to start after after high school to start his uh, his career, whatever career. And uh, and my other friend, I was I was away for the summer, so my friend, other friend, convinced convinced this boy, this twelfth grader, go to Israel, go to Israel, go to Israel for one year, just go one year. The guy ended up going one year to Israel. Fast forward a few years later, he became a very prestigious rabbi. And he helps out students. He helps out people that he would never ever have helped out if not. He got his whole family religious. How's that? All from that one year of Israel. And he said to himself, whoa, 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 what's the big deal? Because don't forget, don't forget the economy in life. Don't forget the economy in life. Don't forget the economy. Now, I don't want anybody hearing this say, oh, I didn't go to the year in Israel, now I lost the foundation. It's not true. You can still gain a foundation. You can still gain a foundation here. We have the three boys that are sitting in this table right here over here. They didn't end up going. But guess what? They have a foundation. Baruch Hashem, they found a place, they found a rabbi, and they found it to grow. These guys, their whole brain is changed. You know what happened? He tells me, I scratched my car. You know what I said? I said, everything is good, Hashem. He says, I said, where'd you learn? He said, I learned it from here. Hmm. He's brainwashed in a good way. Not a bad way, brainwashed in a good way. His whole Ashkafa is different. Because he found a place, he found a rabbi, he found a situation, he found a group, and that's how he grew. That's how he grew, because he knows that this is the Ikad. That's the Ikad. So when your Ikad gets scratched, or you get a ticky, you say, whoa, 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 whoa. What's the card over here? Whoa, my card is my Gan I understand that. And I understand that, that that's it. No, no, nothing can be taken away. You know, there was a famous story of Rabbi Hutna. Rabbi Hutna, Chav Yosef Rafool, the plane got hijacked. You know, Rabbi Hutna, his plane got hijacked. His plane got hijacked, and they told every single person, empty out your pockets, empty out your wallets, empty out your watches, all jewelry, all. And they started pulling out jewelry, they started pulling out wallets, and they took Rabbi Hutna's wallet as well. And after they, they were able to get escape, they asked Rabbi Hutna, Rabbi, what were you thinking when they were taking away everything away from you? Your wallet, your, anything you had, what were you thinking? He says, I was thinking, they can take all this away, but they can't take one thing they cannot take away. is my Torah. Because my Torah is in my head. That they did not take away. They can't take away. That, that, that's, that's what you're left with. You're left with the Torah. You're left with your mitzvot. You're left with your good deeds. Take any superstar, Take any act, actor, take any NBA player, take any... When he passes away, what do they talk about? That he had a nice car, a Lamborghini? He had a crazy yacht the size of 200 feet? He had a crazy uh, pool, forget about it, over, overlooking the lagoon? What do they talk about? Oh, he was so nice, and he was, uh, he was with accomplishments, he helped out, he donated to charity, because everybody knows deep down... Deep down, the physical, the physical is not the main. It's the spiritual that's the main. You need the physical to get to the spiritual. You need to be healthy. You need to have certain things in order, but what? It's all for the spiritual. You got to get good sleep, yeah. 
But why do you get good sleep for the spiritual the next day? If I don't sleep good now, how am I going to spiritually be functional the, the next day? You understand what's going on? It's all about the, the spiritual. Everything's about the spiritual. If I don't eat, then how am I going to be able to serve for God? So therefore, you're eating, even though it's a physical, it turns out spiritual. You understand what I'm trying to say over here? Yeah, but you understand spirituality over here? This is the short tonight. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.